Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to No Meat Athlete Radio. Matt, how's it going? Going very well, Doug. Excited to be back to No Meat Athlete Radio again. I know. We just wrapped up a plant-based morning show, which is actually what uh, we're going to be sharing today. It's, it's fun to be back on the Nomad Athlete radio feed doing some of those episodes that are very different than the plant-based morning show episodes. But uh, it's been a while since we shared one on this feed. So uh, we had a great show last Friday and thought it'd be a good one to share today. Yeah, I think so. We shared a few in the early days of the show, but it has evolved so much since then. Like we've just mm-hmm. gotten way better at doing that live show. Um, and they're more fun. And they're informative. And they're just, I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy with how it's going. We got a great community over there. Uh, so this episode is a great example of what we do every single day, every weekday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we started on Instagram. Now it is primarily on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash no meat athlete, which you may already be subscribed to from the early days. Uh, that's every day now where we put up a new plant-based morning show video. Uh, so go to that youtube.com slash no meat athlete. You can subscribe to the show there. You can like it. You can turn on notifications so that you always hear every time we go live. Uh, and of course it's in podcast form too. So you can go to plant-based morning show on, on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you like, but I'd mm-hmm. highly recommend the live video version. We, you know, we put stuff up on the screen and all that. Just, it's a good time. So that's right. And you know, maybe what has been the coolest thing to come out of this podcast, aside from getting to talk to you and uh, other community members every day is, uh, is the discord, which um, yeah, we thought? launched maybe a month ago now, just kind of just to the plant-based morning show community, but we're starting to broaden that out a little bit. Uh, if you don't know Discord, it's kind of like Slack. It's almost basically exactly like Slack if you use Slack for work. But it's a it's a it's a chat. Um, what do you, how would you describe it? A chat community area where you have different kind of channels and threads on different uh, topics. Um, yeah. But uh, it's free to join. It's a great way to connect with people. It's like we're growing this this really engaged community of vegans. A lot of them vegan athletes uh, to talk about recipes, share recipes, share stories, share. Um, fun fitness tips and advice. And it's just a good way to connect with us and, and other people. Um, anything else you want to add to that? Only that it is, I know it sounds like, oh my gosh, another thing to check or another platform to learn. It. I don't really look at it like that. I don't know. Like I think a lot of people just kind of log in during the show time or whatever, and they just see what the new recipes are up or whatever. Uh, it's not like an obligation. You can or cannot get notifications. It's up to you. And it's, it's just, mm-hmm. and it's easy. It's intuitive. You figure it out it right is, away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone's welcoming and friendly. And I, I don't know. I think a lot of people have really found a, a nice community there. Uh, so it, it's worth checking out. That's nomadathlete.com slash discord. That's right. All right. With that, why don't we just uh, jump into the episode? Okay. Sounds good. Good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the Plant-Based Morning Show presented by Compliment. Lovecompliment.com, where you find the finest supplements, the vegan movement has to offer is the new catchphrase uh i'm done my fast which is good doug appears frozen which is bad uh i'll be adding him in instagram and hopefully hopefully that will all work and we won't have one of those days where we have all these tech issues all day um anyway i'm i'm good i've been breaking my fast if you will uh had an orange oh coffee first thing was amazing had an orange uh 
Then I had some avocado toast because we didn't have much else. We're getting out of, going out of town today to Myrtle, Myrtle Beach for soccer. Um, so we don't have a whole lot in the fridge right now, especially not that would go perfectly after a fast. A lot of heavier foods. Uh, so avocado toast it was. All right, Doug, I've added you in. You also are on the different side of me today uh, than usual. So I'm going to try a quick switch of our uh, things here and see if this works. Hey, Matt. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Uh, you know, it was going great until we still, you hit record, and then everything kind of seemed to fall apart for me. But uh, hmm. okay. welcome back to the world of coffee and food, Matt. Um, uh, it seems like my Wi-Fi needs a little boost of coffee at the moment. But okay. uh, how's it going? Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday to you, too. Um, yeah, feels like a feels kind of like a Saturday to me. Just like yesterday felt like Friday because I'm done this thing. So that's it's all good. Always a good <laughs> feeling. Always a good feeling coming off of it. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, yeah. Bianca says double mats today. I don't know if you did you see that, Doug? You put Matt Frazier for your name. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry. I sorry. left and came back in trying to yeah, fix some things. I know, I know. That's okay. Uh, all right. So Suzanne says uh, she checked out the Perlon Fast because she's intrigued. It's so expensive in Denmark. A third of a month's paycheck can't afford that. Yeah, it's not that cheap. We kind of rationalize it by saying it's not that much more than it would cost us to eat for a week because we eat expensively. It's just one of those one of those things we spend a lot of money on more than anything else is food, even groceries. Um, so it's not so different. But I also realize that like if you're not eating for a week, it seems like it should be almost free. Um, <laughs> I get I get why it's not from them. <laughs> But like to construct your own, you should be able to do it. So that, that's why I'm intrigued in making my own, even though they say you can't do that, of course. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious to do a sort of a salad fast and, and, and mimic the nutrients. We'll see. Um, also, another good tidbit uh, pointed out to me by Sky, who I said has done 10 of these things. She's in, the, she's in the Prolon Facebook group and said they are coming out with a vegan option. Did I already say that? I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't think well, so. The, the rumor, the rumblings are that they're making a, a honey free uh bars because right now that's the that's the non-vegan part about it which i don't like but uh still i consider it worth it for me um so yeah they will have a honey free one i mean supposedly and and that'd be great that'd be a huge uh a huge thing and would, would bring in a lot of people because i think there's a lot of people who are who are so serious about being vegan that they would not compromise when it comes to honey uh and and prolon could open up a big big market there that is so, big that's great yeah um yeah, Suzanne says she's done four-day water fast before. That would certainly be the cheapest option, wouldn't it? Uh, unless unless you have to go to the emergency room, and then then it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think there's some benefit to those things as well. Done under medical supervision, of course. Of course. Uh, all right. So, Doug, what's what's up today? What's what's new with you? Anything anything going on? Oh man, let's see. Well, I had uh, you know I had band practice last night. Right, your final and- Thursday Thursday. Final Thirsty Thursday without alcohol, and it was much easier than uh, the first one. Last last week's was was canceled, and I just ran instead. Uh, this one we were back back to uh, writing music, and you know what? We wrote a song, and it slaps, and it was a really fun fun practice. So <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty stoked on that. Uh, and then we went out to dinner. We decided to go back to our normal spot, which is the bar. Mm-hmm. Is a bar, and uh, had dinner, and uh, they had drinks, and. I had um, I had some sparkling water with a splash of this homemade syrup they have thrown in there, and okay. uh, and it was fine. You know, it was good. I would have much rather had a beer, but you know, it was fine. Right? Did you stay and play chess? 
Uh, we stayed and just talked until they made us leave. So we didn't actually break out mm. the chessboard. Okay. Uh, but we had it, and I was planning to play. So okay, uh, you know. This song you wrote was it uh, was it in the key of D and used a, a C minor <laughs> and you listened to some uh, Marvin yeah, Gaye for inspiration. It was funny. It was funny. I was on the way there. I was listening to some Marvin Gaye <laughs> and some Ed Sheeran, and then this song that just came to me. It, it just, just came right. To me. It just came yeah. through you, right? It was like it was being yeah. given to you rather like than you float out. And I was like, oh my god, this song is an instant classic. <laughs> <laughs> nice, love it. Very good. Uh, uh, good. Okay. Well, I'm glad. And and this weekend will be the final uh, weekend for you without alcohol on your 21 day dry challenge. Congratulations on making it almost all the way. That's amazing. Uh, any, any plans yet for what you're doing? I forget if you said to ask you today or ask you like on Monday. I, uh, yeah. I told you to ask me today. And cause I haven't, I haven't, I have an official plan. Okay. What is it? So um, I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do on Mon on like Monday, if I'm going to have like a celebratory drink, but moving mm -hmm. forward, uh, and probably Monday too. I think I'm just going to extend it out, extend the challenge out. But um, moving forward, uh, I, I will hopefully, and my goal is to only drink between 5 p.m. Thursday and 5 p.m. Sunday. Mm -hmm. So three three days, but not all night, Sunday night or anything like that. But like, you know, if, I, if Wait, I'm that's, meeting- That's four days. Uh, four days. No, it's not. There's, all right. Well, for, well it, it's- it's uh, Okay, it's three. Hours. It's three days. It's three. Yeah, seventy-two, 72 hours. hours over four days. Over four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shoot, that that makes it not sound. That makes it sound even worse. <laughs> but basically, the idea is I won't drink Sunday night. But like, uh, oftentimes we'll meet people Sunday afternoon at a brewery or whatever, and I didn't want to eliminate that entirely. Yeah. Um, but and then Thursday night is is band night, so you know. But uh, basically, it's your approach. It's the weekend approach. Yeah. Um, and then the weekdays. But if you say if it's four days, then that's actually more time I, that I, I could be drinking than uh, than not drinking. So it doesn't sound as good. But anyway, that would still be a shift for me. And yeah, uh, and right. we'll just kind of start there and go from there and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I have exactly the same. I've made exactly the same plan and realized exactly the same problem. Uh, <laughs> But it, it it you know it it's it's good if you had if you had at least a three day consecutive streak every weekend when you're not drinking it doesn't mean you're gonna drink every Thursday through Sunday exactly yeah but it might that's the thing if it becomes that you know I don't know that honestly it, it, it still would be better than what I do what I've been doing so uh, yeah uh, yeah I, I got to figure out exactly what I'm doing too the not drinking during weeks and during and and yes during weekends it seems to work really well I like that it's going great mm -hmm. so far. Uh, but I just don't know how to manage the Thursday Sunday dilemma. Right, right. It would be nice if it was just two days, right? If it was like Friday and Saturday or something right. like that. But the Thursday is kind of a critical moment in my like. Uh, my yeah, that's the thing. So I should be. I should have no excuse for for skipping Thursday. But you've got your tradition that is a mm -hmm. Thursday thing. Right, right. So I don't know. I, okay. I got I got to figure it out still. But but I think yes. this is a good place to start. This is the transitional spot, and mm -hmm. uh, you know. It, the, this challenge has been great. I'm really glad I did it. If if you're a, a daily or near daily drinker, and uh, and uh, you know, I think it's I think it's a really good way to kind of just uh, you know, taking a little break is a good way to kind of reset and think about your habits and um, and see you know. I mean, it was it was pretty clear after just a couple of days that like, hey, this feels pretty good, and um, and I definitely don't need a drink on a Monday night just because it's something yeah. I would want, and I, I'm equally satisfied with that. Kind of the starting point for, you know, less drinking in general. Yeah, good. All right. We'll follow along. Uh, I'll be doing something similar and we'll see what happens. 
Uh, Suzanne says she is also on the no alcohol challenge day 16. Congratulations. That's awesome. Right uh, she also asked what's the five day price in the U S uh, for Perlon. I think it's, uh, I think it's between 165 and $180, depending on, uh, what kind of, what kind of deal you get at the time. Sometimes they even throw in like three free, free bars, which is good. Yeah. Although those I think might all have honey. So that's not good. Uh, and let's see, Bianca's thinking she might do the same as you and I are talking about with the drinking challenge. Once it's done, although she's got a long way to go still, all the way up to her 50 miler. And oh, yes. Tammy, Tammy said she received her prolon yesterday. Starting, she's going to start on Monday after she gets back from the Planted Expo Toronto. So that's cool. cool. Yeah, congrats, Tammy. Hope that goes well for you. Uh, it might be tough. It was, the first one for me was was very tough. My best advice is start eating as late in the day as you can, and also eat it. You know. Get, be satisfied going into it. Get, get a good satisfactory meal day, whatever you need to, the day before it all begins. Hmm. Okay. All right. And finally, last thing before we get into some stuff, Suzanne says she thought it was $1,500 US, which she sees in, in Denmark. That's uh, That would be crazy. So yeah, don't uh, don't pay that for not eating. Um, okay, good. So I guess let's jump into what we've got. We promised yesterday we would get into Jen Fornell's question uh, which she wrote in the Discord. That's a nice benefit of being in the Discord. You can send us stuff ahead of time. We can read it. We can do minimal preparation to understand the question and give you a decent answer better than we could to just a, a question on the fly. Uh, although those are encouraged as well. But what she says is, I know, Matt, you've talked about Tim Ferriss a lot before on the podcast. That probably means the, the Nomad Athlete Radio podcast, not so much this one. Uh, do you have any thoughts on his slow-carb diet principles? Which, Doug, while I'm talking, can you pull that up for people? which is in the show notes there underneath of her question. Oh, the question? Like posting under, the uh, no, under her question is a, is, a, is a link to a PDF. Ah, uh, yes, of yeah, that yeah. Plan. I will do that. Okay. Uh, it's not a vegan plan, but you can make it that way. It says, she says, basically 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking, lean protein, which could be tofu slash tempeh, et cetera. Uh, and I'm putting protein powder in there as well, because when I've imagined doing this plan, I've considered you would have to sort of lean heavily on protein powder. Uh, and beans as your slow carbs, and then tons of green cruciferous. No fruit, other grains, etc. One day a week, you can eat whatever. Uh, just wanted to hear general thoughts, uh, and especially why does he treat the beans as slow carbs, but potatoes, sweet potatoes, other grains as fast carbs? So that's the question. Um, it's up on the screen here, a summary that is actually from his four-hour chef book, but he publishes it here, and it's just like a one-pager. Uh, and you can see the basics of it. So General thoughts first. First of all, I, I am intrigued by this diet. I've never actually tried it. Uh, I actually wrote a blog post kind of about it right when this book came out, the four-hour body this one was in. And Tim actually retweeted the post because I, I sort of clickbaited the headline and made it like <laughs> what vegetarians need to know about Tim Ferriss's four-hour body. Uh, and and he, he retweeted it. So that was kind of cool. Um, anyway, uh, as I said, like for the protein part, like he's got these lean proteins in there. So you're automatically, when you when you put in tofu or tempeh, you're automatically using a non an inefficient protein source, meaning it comes with extra nutrients. They're not bad things for you, but they are carbohydrate. So your protein is kind of also your slow carb, your legume in this case, right? So you probably wouldn't put in additional beans in that case. Um, and you've still got the vegetables with, with each meal. Um, so like, you know, I, I don't, because it has no fruit at all and no whole grains, I don't view it as like a, good diet for the long term. And I don't even know if Tim Ferriss does that. 
uh, his claim is, is fat loss. And Tim Ferriss makes a lot of uh, big claims, big specific claims about his stuff. Uh, and I'm not saying they're lies. I, I consider Tim Ferriss kind of like a guilty pleasure. Like it's exciting to read his stuff and like think about the possibilities of hacking life or diet or whatever. Um, yeah. In practice, like it's, it's not as easy for me as it is for Tim Ferriss to do all these hacks. And, <laughs> and he's, just, he's just that personality. I don't even know if it works for him. He just might be good at self-promotion and all that. Uh, I'm not saying he's a he's a you know charlatan, uh, but it's just it's just his brand, and it's and it's not I don't think a, a really great way to go through life hacking stuff. But you know whatever people you can like Tim Ferriss or hate him whatever. Um, so I think this is good like or potentially good as a weight loss diet because that's what he says: ten to twenty pounds in a month you could lose following this thing, uh, which is a tremendous amount of fat if if that it is, is all if yeah. it is all fat that you lose. Uh, he's got a bunch of different case studies and things in the four hour body that I don't remember what exactly the, the claims are. Um, but like, this isn't a, compared to a lot of diets compared to something like keto, uh, carnivore diet, right? This isn't extreme or crazy. You're still eating a lot of vegetables. You're still allowed to get beans, which are one of the healthiest foods you can eat. And then he's got you eating protein, which he, he thinks protein is more important than, uh, most vegans do, or else they probably wouldn't be vegan. Uh, so you, know, you got to deal with that. But like, this isn't that different from what a, a bodybuilder would do for a cutting diet. They'd probably cut out the carbohydrate here. Um, and, I, and actually, I think in, also in, in Four Hour Body, Tim Ferriss does talk about something that is like the tried and true bodybuilding cutting diet that, that people do. And it's really just vegetables and protein. They cut out the carbohydrate there in the middle. Uh, and I've always been curious about that. Like not as a sustainable, like keep doing this thing, but like see what happens. Does it actually lose fat in a rapid manner? Uh, so I'm just, I'm just curious. And this is not that different. It's slightly more sustainable. Um, because you get the, you get some carbohydrate in here in the form of beans. And, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I think this could be a fairly pleasant diet, especially with the one cheat day per, per week where he encourages you to just go crazy with it, have whatever you want to the point that you don't want that stuff the rest of the week. Uh, so Saturday, is that what he calls Saturday? He, he says, I recommend Saturday often nicknamed Saturday. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so like, I don't know, I think with any, any diet like this, where you're kind of going for a specific thing and it's, it's maybe not extreme, but it's tough. Like it's just going to depend on your personality. If it works like with diets, like I think a lot of them will work if you actually follow them. And the, a great diet is one that works for a whole lot of people or works really well for a certain type of person. And it's, and it's aimed at that person, uh, as far as like sticking to it and complying. Uh, mm -hmm. so if it's actually something that is easy to stick to, then, then, you know, I, I don't see any reason not to not to do it. But again, wouldn't do it long term because I I feel like you got to have fruit. He doesn't have fruit because he says the fructose uh, is not good for you. It goes very quickly into fat, which is true. That fructose does that, and that's why you don't want to drink fruit juices and even smoothies. I'm starting to think, especially since reading the Peter Peter Atia book, that smoothies just might allow you to get too much fructose too quickly, uh, even though it's coming with the fiber and all that that has been broken down into the smoothie. So it's better than juice to have a smoothie, but I think it's probably still. Um, too much, at least Peter Atia does, and that's the most recent thing I read. So I'm kind of of that mind right now. Um, but no, I, but I think the fruit being bad is a, is a crazy thing. But like, if we're talking about a very short term fat loss, then sure, right? Eliminate it, and and yeah. you've eliminated fructose, and maybe your body will respond particularly well to that. Uh, and if you've always assumed you just keep eating fruit and you've never tried not, you might find it works really well. So that's kind of so what kind of what I got. What like, let's think through a couple meals here. I'm just curious because okay. I'm actually intrigued by this. And we um, didn't say, it says it on here that he says to kind of eat the same meals over and over. 
Yeah. So the, the three rules were avoid white starchy carbohydrates, yeah. uh, eat the same few meals over and over again. Don't drink your calories, which if you're using protein powder, then you're going to be drinking some calories. That's but, true. Right. Um, uh, don't eat fruit and take a cheat day. Um, so and like he does one more thing. He does allow uh, it says one to two glasses of red wine in the evenings is OK. Which to me does not seem like part of a fat loss plan. He seems like he doesn't think it's a problem, but alcohol, your body immediately prioritizes alcohol, which is seven calories per gram, which is a lot. Uh, it immediately prioritizes that above everything else to burn that off. So hmm. it's going to slow down fat loss. But if it's part of compliance, then I guess maybe that's why he has it on here. So, so ahead, let, let, let's like, let's just think through a couple of meals here. You can do, you know, lentils, black beans, you know, any sort of beans really, or not any sort, but lots of different beans, lentils, vegetables. You can do spinach, mixed vegetables, which includes broccoli, cauliflower, cruciferous vegetables, sauerkraut, asparagus, peas, broccoli again, and, uh, and green beans. So like, uh, I'm thinking maybe, um, like a, like a stir fry with a bunch of mixed vegetables and, and uh, beans over a bed of lettuce, a bed of spinach. But then you have no protein source in there. Beans. Stir fry yeah, and beans. But they don't count. They're a carbohydrate. He wants you to get oh. more protein than that. Oh, you need a separate protein source. Yeah, he wants you to get a protein, legumes, and vegetables every time. Ah, uh, uh, so wait, what are, the, what are the vegan proteins? There aren't any. That's the problem. There aren't, there, there aren't any fish. <laughs> so you could, have, you could have protein powder, or uh -huh. you can have soybeans or tofu, I mean edamame, but that's in the legumes category. So you're kind of getting like you're getting a high protein legume in that case, but mm -hmm. it's still a legume. So like that's the hard part with this. And that's why I've never tried it is because you've been relying a lot on protein powder. Mm. Okay. Unless I mean, there's, you know, there's seitan like you could always go for that. It doesn't have a good protein digestibility score, uh, but uh -huh. you, could, you could eat a lot of it. It also is gluten. And I'm, I'm sure Tim Ferriss would say it's not a good idea because he's keeping you off of grains. So mm -hmm. to use wheat gluten is, you know, perhaps not not ideal right so if you were to try to make this happen like all right that meal i suggested you would just drink a protein shake with it i mean like what yeah or or instead of putting beans in it go put tofu in it or tempeh so that you're getting a high at least a higher protein ah, okay right okay. So, so there's not a lot of variety if you're if you're a vegan you're going to be getting a lot of soy mm -hmm. and you're going to be getting a lot of protein powder and and probably the same you know three to four meals that you've come up with, you'll be eating that. And I don't know how long he wants you to do this. He mentioned 10 to 20 pounds in a month. I wouldn't go more than that without fruit. I wouldn't want to just keep not giving my body fruit. Right. Uh, so I don't know. It'd be an interesting experiment. It's just, and then, and that's how a lot mm -hmm. of things are. They're, they're, there's no, not often harm in just trying something and seeing what happens. Uh, so, what would you do for breakfast? Just curious if you were going to design a breakfast. I've thought about this before because I thought about the weight loss cutting thing. And like, uh -huh. I would, I would just have a chocolate protein drink and some kind of vegetable that I just stir fried broccoli steamed or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's not, it's not like a breakfast, but it's, I think for this period, you'd just be eating that. My lentil, my lentil breakfast would almost work, except I've been putting it on toast. You couldn't put it on toast, but yeah, lentils. And where's your protein then? Yeah. Like protein shake and, uh, okay. and lentils. Yeah. Could work. On top of in some, uh, I don't know, spinach mixed in or something. Yeah. So I, I guess the conclusion to me is if you're vegan, there's not a whole lot of reason to try this, right? Unless, <laughs> unless you're just like really curious, really like Tim Ferriss or just want to do something new, but like, it's not, it doesn't fit that well uh, with it, with a vegan diet. Uh, and then right. the, the I, last I got a question. I got okay. a question for you and you might not yeah. be able to answer this, but uh, if you were, 
if you today, if you were going to say, I need to lose five pounds in the next month, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not going to do like a big five day fast, I'm not right. going to. I did totally, lose five pounds. You did lose five pounds in five I, days. I lost like six pounds in five days. Nice. It'll come back fast. Um, but it's hopefully just fat. But anyway, you're not going to do a prolonged fast. You're not going to, um, not going to do anything crazy. Cut off an arm. Like what, what would you do? How would you change your diet today? Or not, not necessarily your diet, but what advice would you give to someone? Uh, well, I'd, I'd go to, if it was, is it about health and sustainability? Like I want this to be good or I just have to lose weight, lose fat. Just lose fat. Let's I'd probably, both, both. I'd go, I don't have success. I haven't have experience doing any diet that is designed to do this. So I don't have an answer that like it's from my experience. I would go with the weight loss cutting diet of protein and vegetables. Protein and vegetables. Yeah. All right. Because so just cut out, cut out your grains. And, and fat, by but, the way, when, when you serve other vegetables, they get fatter, but you're cutting carbohydrate out of your diet. So you're getting cutting. closer to a ketogenic sort of thing for a while, uh-huh. uh, but higher protein than a keto diet typically does. Yeah. And that comes back to this idea, which is not totally ignored here in Tim Ferriss' thing, that carbohydrate and fat in the same meal or even in the same diet, uh, you know, they tend to they tend to pr- pr- promote weight gain if you're getting both. If you pick one of them, which one fuel source, because your protein's not your f- fuel source. If you just pick one of those fuel sources, I don't know what it is about the chemistry or whatever, but why carbohydrate makes it harder to, you know, use the fat rather than turn it into fat. Um, but something about having them both in there doesn't work. So diets that are eliminate one, like a, like a plant-based diet that is low fat, that results in weight loss, a paleo diet that is low carb, that results in weight loss, but they both have the other, the other nutrient in there. And so this, this bodybuilder cutting diet would basically completely eliminate carbohydrate, which I don't think is a good idea for a long time at all. I'm just talking about lose weight. And so Tim Ferriss with this diet, with this, with this, uh, slow carb diet, he's, he's kind of reaching a middle ground by saying, you do get some carbohydrate added into that, but it has to be these slow carbs and slow carbs for him are these beans only because beans contain protein and fiber. And that's going to, you know, slow the rate at which they spike your blood sugar basically. So that's, that's, and that's why, that's why these other things, even something like a healthy whole grain, I guess, because Mm -hmm. it doesn't have as much protein and fiber, he's saying that's not, uh, that's not going to be the same. I did look at the glycemic index and the beans are not any lower than like other grains or other things it's not like they're just like mm. a, a low g it isn't like a you know glycemic index sort of diet uh but he's he, he says the beans are are better because they come with other stuff okay so, I don't know. interesting I'd, I'd be curious to try it but i think i think it'd be pretty tough on a on a vegan diet for sure yeah 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 i mean it is kind of intriguing it doesn't sound yeah. that hard you know as like no. i mean until you start thinking about vegan meals but like the you know when you look at all those foods you're like oh that's not too bad. Yeah. When I've actually thought about doing it like d- d- two days ago, since, since she asked this question, uh, I thought like I could do that, but with a family, it'd be really hard because mm-hmm. like, you're going to want everyone to have to eat that way. And then right. if we're making a pasta dish, like what am I, I guess I have to make my own thing. You'd, you'd mm-hmm. kind of just be eating your own meals all the time. Yeah. And that's no fun. No, it's, it's really not. Except on mm-hmm. Saturday, except on Saturday when you do whatever you want. Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> right. more like, Tater tot day. <laughs> nice. No, they, that didn't they quite would work. Be, they would be allowed. Tater on, day. On this. There you go. That's good. There you go. That's better. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Uh, people are are suspiciously silent with that uh, long discussion. Very little. <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one but, enjoyed but it. But Jen Fornell got her answer. 
Uh, okay, so let's get to our normal show here. It's hold on. It's Before we do, I need to uh, Coffee Wars. I added Coffee Wars to. Oh the, yeah, do uh, do Coffee Wars. We also didn't play the Friday song, but we'll we'll skip that today. What? <laughs> Give me some um, Coffee all right, Wars. So yesterday, I can't remember exactly what I said about Coffee Wars, but everything I said or everything I thought I understood about this this film <laughs> is completely false, completely uh, right. <laughs> completely wrong. So it was shared. Uh, there's a new film called Co- Coffee Wars. Uh, that is available on Amazon Prime for $4 to rent or something. Um, And I thought it was a documentary about a coffee shop or something, but it's not. It's an actual, like, film that you watch and uh, enjoy Um, (laughs) about a a woman whose whose boutique vegan coffee shop is, is struggling, and so she enters the barista world championships oh, to, okay. to try to convince everyone that uh that you can have delicious lattes and things made with mm. plant uh cool plant milks okay and uh it, it looks cute i just watched the trailer for it it looks cute it looks funny uh i might watch it this weekend um yeah and uh it's a friend of a friend of compliment by that's in our slack water cooler um and uh and so so yeah go support it if can you, you want say that you can film that last part you said it cut out of your audio I'm, I'm worried for the podcast it won't be there you said a friend of compliment what a friend of metal and a friend of compliment um helped produce it or produced it okay and uh okay. and so and so that's that's why we shared it uh internally and uh and why i thought it would be cool to share it so um <laughs> yeah, so yeah nice. go check it out good good uh good vegan vegan film yeah, vegan that actually looks entertaining and not like preachy or anything like that. Right. Good. Unrelated to veganism. I want to see this jury duty show. Have you seen this? Oh man. I have not seen it, but (laughs) I am so intrigued by it. Yeah. (laughs) Someone described it in the same, probably the same thread. I don't know, but they were saying, uh, it's like the Truman show, which Uh is fiction, but it's real. And just in this one aspect of this one guy's life, which is of jury duty. There's one person who's yeah. who's who's being pranked, I guess, in some way, but it's in a nice way. They're not trying to hurt him or make fun of him, I think. And right. he's he's the only one who's not an actor among the jury, judge, the cameras in the courtroom. And every and I don't I guess do they do they do I mean they must do things that are designed to elicit responses from him and see what see how he yeah. reacts. I mean, I I know very little about it. When I first I, I before someone had shared it in the in our Slack channel, um I had I had seen a headline about it and uh, about like his, you know, like an interview with him afterwards, something like that. And I was like, oh man, this is one of those shows where you're just gonna like feel bad for the person the whole time because they're not in on the 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 joke or whatever. And you know, I'm just I'm not a fan of those types of things. But right. Um, but this one actually sounds really good. Like it's just kind of like looking at a guy's experience on jury duty on, on an, an intense case or whatever. And but everybody's an actor, so. Um, I want to, yeah, I, I'm intrigued by it. I'd love to know. If someone has watched it, I would love uh, love to know what they thought. Yeah, me too. Uh, Kate, a.k.a. Rivercat, says, where is it airing? I just Googled, and it looks like Amazon Prime video is the place to watch it. Uh, it's, it's free free something. Yeah, free. Uh, yep. And McKenna said it was only two episodes in. So I don't know how, if that's true or not. But it sounds pretty good. All right. And freebie, then, uh, freebie. Which maybe is an Amazon Prime thing, but Freebie is like the channel that produces it. No, okay, all right. And then, uh, and then Darley says, "Have you ever watched the Human Diet?" No, I've not heard of the Human Diet. Uh, but hello for, from Twitch. Glad to see the Twitch following 
growing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she put she put a link there if anyone wants to check it out. <laughs> Although I, I can't endorse that link. I have no idea what it actually is. Uh, okay. So that's that is that. Uh, let's jump into our weather report, which I think is pretty fun today. I like when the weather report comes together nicely. So here we go. Um, there's a new vegan burger joint, and it's called Slutty Vegan in Dallas, which is cool. Uh, they're they're making a new Dallas location. Um, not a whole lot other to say about that, uh, except that Doug, how many how many brick and mortar locations would you say Slutty Vegan has based on our past reporting? Four. Ten. Ten. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I know. Wow. Uh, Metro Air, Metro Atlanta stores on campus at Georgia Tech. Inside the famed Truist Park Stadium, in the out, yeah, an outpost in Athens, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, Harlem, and Brooklyn, New York. So that's that place is wow. expanding fast. Uh, so that that might become the vegan place before long, which is kind of crazy. We've been saying we don't like the name so much; it doesn't sound company friendly. But I, I think they're I think they're tapping into a market that that is is you know rapidly excited about about their branding and and everything. Uh, cool. So I mean, I'm 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 here for it. You know, like yeah, I said, it right. It's junk food, but it's it's vegan junk food, and mm -hmm. it's an improvement over over other junk food. So there we go. Sweet. All right, uh, corn Q U O R N, everyone's favorite uh, mycoprotein company. They have partnered with Karakuri, which is a company that has pioneered robotics powered kitchens, uh, so that they're going to have a special setting on the Karakuri in restaurants, fast casual restaurants, especially. Um, to make the corn exactly as it should be fried. Apparently, corn makes not just meatless nuggets, but buttermilk fillets and wings. I don't know what that means. Do they include butter, actual buttermilk in their recipes? I do think I remember that corn used to not always be vegan, uh, even though it was vegetarian. So I don't know if that's still the case, but perhaps. Uh, there's a brand called Everything Legendary, Doug. You heard of this as a Shark Tank aficionado? I have not. <laughs> I have not. No, I have not. No, are are you a Shark Tank fan? <laughs> I don't know why I think you might be a Shark Tank. I mean, I've watched some episodes. Sure, yeah. Okay, but but you but don't no, know. I would not, not, not call myself an aficionado now. Okay, well they uh, they successfully closed a three hundred thousand dollar deal with Mark Cuban there, and then now uh, they well they've expanded. They expanded then to three thousand real retail locations, including Publix, Target, and Safeway. Uh, but now they're going to be in Fred Meyer, Ralph's, King's Supers. Smith's and Mariano's. Uh, these are all Midwest, Southwest, and West Coast of the U.S. I looked up uh, everything legendary because I'd never heard of it. It sounds like kind of a cool brand. It just sounds different than Beyond and Impossible. Uh, okay. Most of these brands, to me, and, and like Meatless Farm, a lot of these just sort of sound kind of boring. This one sounds like the uh, Liquid Death kind of play, right? Like it's like a, just a crazy yeah. heavy metal sort of branding. Uh, legendary. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate, really, or what they're going for, but I just survived. I got so I looked them up. They, uh, it's water, pea protein, coconut oil, like the other big players, but mm -hmm. they all have, from what I can see, it looks like their patties have peppers, raisins, ginger, mango concentrate, cloves, thyme, mm -hmm. garlic, black pepper, orange peel, um, molasses, onion powder, garlic powder. So this is a heavily seasoned burger, uh, that they're going to make. This is their patties. And then they've got the ground version as well, which has just as many extra things in there. The cheddar burger, which maybe just has cheese on it. Anyway, a lot of uh, I mean, that's that's like a flavored burger. That'll be interesting to try. I don't know if that's like a, a Jamaican kind of vibe, Caribbean thing. Sort of sounded like it to me, but uh -huh. uh, who knows? I'd I'd be very curious to try them. 
So that is that Kate, one. And Kate says that's a lot of flavor, and I think you're right. <laughs> it's, it's, that's more than I really would endorse. I think one of those spices might be good. Too many, not very good. Uh, and finally, some good news. Just one in nine Americans smoked cigarettes last year, a record low, according to the CDC. Just one in nine? One in nine, yeah. And that's uh, 42% of U.S. adults smoked cigarettes in 1960s. I don't know. It said just one in nine Americans. I assume that means just American adults since they give the the 42% stat in terms of adults. But that's pretty great. Uh, it's good. The uh, it, it, I've heard it said recently, not from Peter Atia, but from a different guy, that uh, the greatest, like the, the most effective medical advance of the 20th century, or maybe it's after 1920 when they had these vaccines and kind of cured malnutrition and stuff, was the removal of smoking from people's diets, mm. right? Not, not the addition of some new high-tech practice, but the removal of something... Uh, and I really like that. I think I think in general, that's good health and wellness is getting rid of new modern stuff instead of coming up with new stuff to deal with modern stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, rather than layer upon layer, just get rid of things that don't belong. And I think it's did, great. Did you ever smoke with any regularity? No, really, never. I I do. I ha I've been having a cigar on my golf trip each year, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm feeling like I just want to cut that out because drinking and smoking together. Maybe not at the same time, but people who are alcohol, alcohol drinkers and tobacco users, they have like magnified risks of uh, of cancer from than either either one. Now I know one a year is nothing like doing it all the time, but I'm just like I just I'm just afraid uh, to do it. I don't know. I just don't want uh, I just don't want that in my system. So I'm gonna cut that out. Uh, what about you? Uh yeah, I went through phases in yeah. college and where you were like cool, Mr. Cool guy, like the Fonz. Yeah, pretty much. And that was me. <laughs> You're wearing leather jackets and they actually called me dancing in the fonds. diner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but I definitely wore uh, cuffed jeans and and white tees. Oh, nice. <laughs> While you smoked? Yeah, definitely. Wow. Black black leather belts. Paul Newman. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it's been a long time since I've had any tobacco. Good. You don't want that. I don't. I mean, that. I don't see why yeah. anybody takes up takes up smoking now. It's the craziest thing to me. It's the one we would do that. Man. Yeah, I mean, I get why you might not be able to quit, but it just, uh -huh. I mean, it's just a, a health disastrous decision to make that to choice to start smoking. Mister Jeffrey says, "I eat." All right, two things actually. Before I'm going to read Mister Jeffrey's, okay. it, it like it surprises me now when I see someone smoking. Like, yeah, and and I know that there are probably some listeners here that uh, that smoke and, and you know that's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really judging. I guess I'm kind of encouraging you to not stop. But like every time I walk down the street and I see somebody walking down the sidewalk smoking, which in most places is illegal, but people still do it. I, I'm like, I'm like really surprised by it. You know, it's like, what? yeah, you're still it, doing that. It is. It is surprising. Or if someone flicks a cigarette butt on the ground, I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, but that was like 20 years ago. It was the thing everybody did. Europe, there's still a large amount of smoking. It's odd that mm. Europe as ahead of the game as they are with the plant-based stuff. Uh, are still smoking so much. Mm. And I think you were going to call out Mr. Jeffrey's comment here about, but how many vape, which is a huge yeah. question. Uh, I, I guess in one way you could view vaping as a tool that got people off the cigarettes. Um, I don't actually know. I mean, I know there are health risks with, vape, with vaping. I don't know about the, you know, tenfold lung cancer risk. Like, does, does that get reduced when you start vaping? Because I would imagine it does if you're not inhaling smoke. Uh, yeah, but you get, then you're inhaling all this other stuff. So you get all right. these, they you have stuff. the vape lung or whatever. Okay, um, so it's a it's a, it's a different it's a different thing. It's it's bad in a different way. Yeah, uh, but it'll still kill you or still get you really sick. But I wonder um, if it's like a two x improvement over smoking. To, to, to oh yeah, maybe I don't smoke. know. 
you know, I, who knows? So yeah, that, that would be interesting to know. Do you know what kills me about vaping? Like with cigarettes, you think of when you were walking by someone and you in, inhaled the cigarette smoke. I think of it more as like the smoke that's just like coming off of the cigarette, you know? Right. When you when you walk by someone who's vaping and you smell their like cotton candy vape or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that that's been inside them. And then oh, is that right? It doesn't come off the. Thing. No, it doesn't doesn't come off until you like right. inhale it, and then you blow out sure. all this this vapor, yeah, and you're walking by, and you're like, oh my god, it's like so gross. Anyway, <laughs> it, it is just as gross, right? I mean, everybody else is doing the same thing. You just don't smell it. Oh, I know, right. I know, you but, but it's like, it kind of <laughs> you're right. No, I get it. That, that is gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, I wanted to before we wrap up the uh, the water cooler here. I I looked up where you could buy um, what is it? Legendary? Go legendary? What's it called? Yeah. Uh, leg- Legend- legendary everything. Legendary everything. Legendary. Everything. Legendary. Um, and apparently it's it's all over the place. You can buy it at Whole Foods, Publix, Target. Oh wow! Um, so they weren't, it's, they weren't uh, all in the article. And that's all over. I can buy it all over Asheville. So that must mean that they are pretty well hmm. distributed. Well, give it a try next time you see it in Asheville. And mm-hmm. I, I've never seen that in the store, but I guess you have neither. So who knows? Maybe maybe we just don't look for it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Love, if anyone has tried it, love to hear how that is. Tell us in here or in uh, in what's it called? Discord. Nomadathlete.com slash Discord. Don't forget that. That's where all the action is. Uh, okay. Getting to our featured article today, Doug. We like to do fun stuff on Fridays. Uh, and this one is no exception. It's from everydayhealth.com, which is not the typical source for us. Uh, and it's called six plant-based taco recipes that are actually good for you. So Doug, this one is, this is your wheelhouse right here. I expect you to be the, the leader of this discussion and the, <laughs> the purveyor of information for us. I'm going to uh, thumb up or down each of these taco recipes. Okay. That'd be great. Uh, okay. But they do get, say some interesting stuff about the tacos. They first of all, I didn't know that Taco Bell popularized the corn tortilla, the the hard shell tortilla. Is that oh. is that true? I so, don't know. I didn't know that, but I don't think of it as as a, as a true Mexican thing. So yeah, I guess it's not. I think I think Taco Bell was you know one, one of my early exposures to Mexican food. So mm-hmm. I uh, I think I always have just sort of thought that was a Mexican thing. But come to think of it, anytime you're in an authentic Mexican setting, you don't ever see that. So you, that, I mean, they do have like a taquito. I mean, like there are certain things. Um, I don't know if they call them taquitos, but like there are certain Mexican fried tortilla, right. stuffed fried tortilla right. options right. Right. That, are, that I believe are true Mexican cuisine. So the, Taco Bell actually has one innovation that, that isn't just a combination of the same six ingredients <laughs> <laughs> gluing together the tortillas with the beans uh-huh. and all that stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> But uh, good, good for them making up that. I mean, they, they deserve to be on the map. Uh, hard shell tortilla is really good uh, now and then. I know it's, it may not be everybody's fit choice. It's not my choice, but it's pretty good. Uh, okay. So anyway, they do point out that one medium hard shell fried corn tortilla contains 133 calories and six grams of fat, while one medium soft corn tortilla or soft corn tortilla contains 58 calories and less than one gram of fat. So half the calories about and way less fat. And it's also not fat that has been in the fryer, which is uh, a, a pretty huge thing. So uh, there you go. Doug, you're going to switch to soft corn chips. <laughs> <laughs> just corn, corn tortillas. Things. Yeah. Just <laughs> chopped wedge, up. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. What about, no, what about home baked, what about home baked, uh, home baked corn tortillas? 
that are Home chopped up. I've, I've done that before. They're not good. They're not good. Okay. No, they're really hard. They're to not, bite. No, I'm not they're, gonna. They do get it. really rubbery. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep eating my 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 okay. corn chips, and I'm gonna be just totally fine with it. Even on the slow carb diet. No, you have to take a break to do that. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, I will have to take a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they are considered a whole grain, so you got that going for you. There you go. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do. Uh, let's see. One medium wheat flour tortilla contains 140 calories and 4.5 grams of fiber. A one medium mm-hmm. white flour tortilla contains 146 calories with 1.6 1.2 grams of fiber. So way more fiber, about the same amount of calories, a little less in the whole wheat uh, tortilla. But the mm-hmm. corn, way to go. Yeah, the corn. I'd, I'd go with the corn. Even as far as health goes, I think I like corn better than yeah, and even and even whole wheat. The thing is, though, with corn, you got to double up the corn tortilla. Oh yeah, or it'll break. Right. So right. you're really getting twice as much. That's <laughs> right. Good thing to think about. But but you're going usually with the soft corn tortilla, so that's you know, so right. still totally. pretty healthy. Yeah, definitely. Then I'd I'd go with two corn tortillas over one wheat any day, unless it's a burrito or something. Then you don't you can't really use corn. That's right. That's right. Okay, so that's that's that. That's the background. Um. All right, let's get to the tacos themselves here. Yeah, let me let me pull these up so you can look at the pictures. Oh yeah, good. Okay. All right, we got it. Um, yeah, we can go ahead right. and get started. All right, number one, portobello pepper tacos. Uh, so they do the thing here where each of these tacos they list like a benefit of the ingredients, which I hate. I think is the stupidest reductionist thing. It, it's vegetables. It's whole foods. It's good. It doesn't matter if if the mushrooms have vitamin D because they've been exposed to UV light. Uh. Anyway, but uh, Portobello is large. They say it has a steak-like texture, an umami flavor. It sounds pretty good. Don't overcook those peppers. That that wouldn't be very good. Uh, they do give a full recipe for each of these, by the way. So I'll, I'll stick the link in the Discord or in the in the chat here from EverydayHealth.com if you want to make these. Uh, but they do. They sorry, just one little quick aside. They did mention Doug that uh, the taco is like has been in surveys. People have said it was the most comforting food or the food you would most want after a hard day when you're mm. looking for comfort. Uh, a survey conducted conducted by HelloFresh in 2021. Uh, so that's interesting. It has, has its own day dedicated to it, Taco Tuesday. So the taco is <laughs> is definitely well loved. Okay, so what um, do you think about portobello pepper tacos? I feel really good about it. I give that a thumbs up for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. We we actually have to open the, the recipes of each one, which is you can do within the page to see the seasoning because it it seems a little bland as is, but mm-hmm. they add balsamic vinegar, light soy sauce, and then really no like spices. There's cilantro and salsa, but that's, that's sort of standard fare. I would I'd kind of wish you'd you'd put the portobello in a little bit of dry rub kind of kind of thing before you uh, sear yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they don't. Uh, all right, number two, walnut tacos. Omega three fats, great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. Okay, just it's just raw walnuts. That's your stand-in for ground beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have some chili powder in there, some shredded carrots on top. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Which is weird. That is pretty weird. Some raw white onion. It looks like. That's very weird. Well, it's not mm-hmm. very weird. People do it, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, they do. They do cook the onion. That's just like a garnish, I guess, in the picture. Uh, cilantro avocado dressing is optional. You know, that could be good. I would think you yeah. need something like that if you're going to just do mm-hmm. walnut tacos. But I, I do see the recipe all the time, so it must be pretty good. And I know I've done it. I just don't remember. Well, walnut, that's walnut. down for me. Have you, have you ever done for the ground walnut, walnut taco? Have you no, done so. ground walnut? Mm-hmm. Never? I don't think so. Okay. 
Well, I'd like to hear if someone if they tell us it's really good. Uh, Do you cook I, it? it? I mean, is... you cook it, right? You cook the saute the walnuts. Or I think you saute the walnuts. Pretty sure. Oh no! Soft. Didn't didn't we say raw walnuts? Oh no! The, the, they call for raw walnuts in the ingredients. Ah. Uh, you process it. Yeah, you, you five minutes in the skillet. Okay. I mean, I can see that being okay. I don't know. It's not going to have the same richness as meat, but you know, it no. could be all right. I mean, it's I just, think I've it's seen... just man, it's just nuts in a in a tortilla. I'm not here for that. I'm here for some yeah. rich, hearty tacos. You know what I've seen? I've seen nuts or walnuts and uh, and mushrooms mixed together. And then mm -hmm. ground, or the mushrooms very finely chopped with ground walnuts, and then together the two of them apparently make something that seems kind of ground beef ish. Yeah, I, I could, I could be. I'm more intrigued by that. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, number three here. Now we're getting a little wacky. Mediterranean lentil tacos with cucumber yogurt sauce. Now keep in mind, this is not Mexican food. This is Americanized tacos, which offer lots of different uh, things. Like if you were to go to White Duck Taco Shop in Asheville, mm -hmm. are you are you White Duck fan? I don't hear you. Really I do like White Duck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did too. I went to one the other day in Hendersonville on my yeah. way to Asheville, meeting a friend. And uh, they always have decent vegan options. Not, not as many as I wish they did, but good mm -hmm. place. If you're ever in the Asheville area, White Duck Taco Shop, or uh, even Jackson, is it Jackson, Johnson City, Tennessee. They've got one there. They have one in Charleston. Hmm. Okay. They're they're the next uh, next slutty vegan. Maybe. Except Maybe. Not vegan. Except they're not vegan. <laughs> they're just a taco joint. They're the next Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what do you think about this? Mediterranean lentil tacos with cucumber yogurt sauce. Sounds like a, a gyro. It does sound like a gyro. See, this is where we're getting into the into something you give me a hard time about all the time, which is just like if you throw anything in a in a tortilla, you can call it a burrito right. or a taco, right? I mean this right. yep. this doesn't feel like a taco to me. Um, I mean, it sounds yeah. it sounds good. I mean, the, the ingredients sound good, but right. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you here. Mm -hmm. This is not a taco. No, there's that big debate like, is a hot dog a sandwich, and then is a taco a sandwich? And you start to defining what a sandwich is, uh, and it gets crazy. Yeah. All right, this one uh, this one seems kind of fun to me. No, sorry, I got one ahead. Uh, black bean and corn tacos. I'd say this is the taco that I most often have minus the corn. Just some black beans in there with some onions and peppers, mm -hmm. some salsa, cilantro. You know, low effort, but but good and healthy. Uh, do you not do you not cook corn very much? I'm not a corn eater. I don't like corn. So I always, yeah. you know, but no, no, we wouldn't make it just to have on tacos. Like the kids in there will have corn on the cob now and mm -hmm. then, mm -hmm. but we don't like make make a pile of corn very much. And I don't we eat throw, it. We throw frozen corn into like a black bean salad pretty regularly hmm. um you know it's not there's not much nutritional value to it or whatever but uh it kind of adds a different texture and mm -hmm. uh we make i mean we make this all the time we make a version this dish essentially yeah yeah use mm -hmm. chipotle and adobo use chipotle the pepper the pepper yeah right like dried or you use the the ones in adobo sauce uh dried okay if you've never done the canned chipotle and adobo, you should try that one day. Okay. I'd recommend it. I don't think I have. Yeah. I mean, the peppers are going to taste like hot peppers, but they're smoky. And I guess so is the rub. But the adobo sauce is really nice because then you can, you can, you know, add that in yeah. as they do here. Um, okay. So, yeah, pretty standard. There's not too much other else in the way of flavor than that. Um, I have a, an old fine cooking black bean taco recipe. That was like one of my first recipes I put on Nomad Athlete. I just put a link to the fine cooking site and it is still a home run when we make it. And it involves Chipotle and Adobo. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to share that link for everyone in just a second. And 
people will be happy. Uh, okay, I'll do that in a minute. Five, right. is, this, is this the last one? Are we at number six already? No, we're at five. We're at five, sorry. Just lost my tab. All right, uh, this one seems pretty good to me. Air fried spiced cauliflower tacos. Mm-hmm. So this is still this is still a taco in my estimation. It involves some hot sauce, some garlic powder, uh, of course your cauliflower, which you air fry, and cilantro, etc. So I've had I've, I've had cauliflower of... tacos at. You ever been to Bar Taco? Bar it's Taco? A, no, yeah, I don't think it's I've... a chain. Definitely in the south. I don't know if it's elsewhere. They've got at least a few locations. Um, good place. Anyway, they used to do cauliflower roasted cauliflower tacos that were very good. That was like one of the vegan options. So that's a good choice. When I've done this, it gets battered and, and fried. Sorry, it gets uh-huh. battered before it gets fried. And some breadcrumbs and stuff. And it's, it's very good. It's from that America's Test Kitchen uh, Vegan for Everybody book. So it, this is good. It, it's high effort when you do all that. But, uh, you know, this I, I kind of like this as a with a good creamy dressing. This is good. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this bed of lettuce on the bottom? Uh, well, I don't know about that. Did they just put the lettuce in first? Is that all that's going on? I mean, that's what I haven't read the full recipe, but that's what it looks like in the picture. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I do like loading lettuce into tacos or on top. My great innovation, actually, Aaron came up with this back when we used to be non-vegetarians eating beef tacos all the time. Uh, instead of chopping the lettuce, you line the hard shell tortilla with one large green leaf lettuce leaf. Ooh. So that goes in first, then all your things Ooh. go in. So then when the taco breaks, the lettuce stays intact. I mean, it's a genius invention. It changed the game completely, and I've never seen anyone else do it. So have you, you ever sold that to Taco Bell? Because if you no, haven't, it, you should. It, you're right. I should, I, that would be a great innovation by them. I don't think uh-huh. it'd be as exciting as like Doritos shells and all that, but I do think <laughs> I do think people would appreciate it, especially because you get that in the car. I mean, that'd be a uh-huh. huge help. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Very nice. Congratulations, Aaron, for coming up with that. Uh, okay. And on to the well, what did you what do you think about that? What are you thumbs up or thumbs down on? I'm a thumbs up tacos. on this one. Yeah, I'm yeah. Here. I'm, I would I would have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. would I would not do this like uh, do this lettuce thing that they've got going on, but I would do shredded yeah. shredded green lettuce instead of all this like it looks like spinach and romaine and mm-hmm. or I don't know. Yeah, I understand. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the final one: tofu nacho topping or taco filling. Uh, this I don't understand at first glance. So what what is this? They take tofu, paprika, cumin garlic and they crumble the tofu into the pan season with all these things okay so that's basically like you're kind of like a ground beef you're you know your crumbled filling is just ground tofu that has been fried so a little bit like uh chipotle's sofritas is that what it's called mm-hmm. i think it's sofritas so sort of like that so uh you, because that stuff's good i'm i'm gonna say this is pretty good and i'm i'm i like this idea and i'm gonna try this one day it looks the least pretty in this picture here of, yeah, of all the of all. Doesn't look good. It right. doesn't look very good, but uh, yeah, it actually, I think it would come out very tasty. Yeah, so. and they and they do say it can be a nacho topping as well as taco filling. So I mm-hmm. I think this is a pretty good thing that I've never really considered at home, but I, I like it. I do too. So we got four thumbs up from me uh, and two thumbs down. Okay, thumbs down were the uh, were the Mediterranean the taco one, and one the, the Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Right. But um, I will say there was quite a few comments from people who are into the walnut meat. Oh, okay. Good to know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we have uh, Bianca loves walnut meat. She cooks it. Bianca knows, uh, I, I think. So I, I'd trust that one. Dale Stevens says that there's a restaurant here that makes bomb walnut soft tacos. So good. 
I think they add guacamole, mango salsa, maybe some pickled red onions. Mm. Mm. Pickled red onions, delicious. All right, I cannot find the uh, smoky black bean tacos from Fine Cooking, which is a shame because it's really good. Uh, but one other one that I like is the Engine 2. It's in, uh, it's in what used to be called My Beef with Meat. Now it's called uh, Plant Strong. There's a, there's a tempeh taco, te barbecue tempeh taco. It has some pineapple, cilantro, barbecue sauce all, all over the tempeh. It comes together in like under 10 minutes. So I like it for that. That's a great one. And one of the only times I eat tempeh really is, is with that. I should do more. I'd like to have more tempeh, but that's, that's when I do that one. So anyway, uh, how many of these, Doug, will you actually make ever in the future? Uh, <laughs> um, like actually pull this I mean, recipe are you, up? Are you seeing this recipe and saying, I'm going to make one of these things? Or are you that, just... that, that tofu one, I'm intrigued yeah. by that one. Um, so one. One you already do make, basically. Yeah, one, one I basically already do make. Uh, you know, If I was looking for a portobello taco recipe, I might lean back on that one. That one looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't have an air fryer, so I can do air fried spicy cauliflower tacos. But um, yeah, you know, I would definitely eat that if I came over and you were making it. I'd be happy about it. So yeah. one one recipe, and then okay. one maybe recipe. All right, not bad. I think that's the same one that I would be most eager to try as well. So I will mm -hmm. bookmark this. Perhaps I will try this, and uh, I will report back if I do it. For those who don't know, I should have said this at the beginning. Doug is, is the taco aficionado. He eats Mexican food 95% of his meals at home. <laughs> and uh, it's just what he does. He puts tacos all the time, recommends burritos for any any use. If you ask him what to eat during an ultra marathon or a car trip or whatever, burrito. <laughs> Friends coming over for dinner, burritos. You, it's just burritos what you do. Yeah. So that's we should have I've, said that at the beginning. I would say, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how true that is about the 95% of the time. It's not true, but... Um, I do eat a lot of I do eat a lot of Mexican or Tex Mex food, uh, and probably ninety five percent of the time that you come over for dinner at my house, it is big tacos. <laughs> I, I will say that. That's right. Okay. Um, I, I, Phyllis says that, uh, that all this taco talk is making her hungry, and yeah, and I, I agree. It actually, is making me pretty hungry too. You know where I'm going to dinner tonight? Taco in Myrtle Beach. Taco? In Myrtle Beach? No, I'm really no. I don't. In Myrtle Beach. Uh, I have no idea. This know. is stupid. Uh, uh, Olive Garden. I got a. I got a gift card. I got a credit card. You got a gift card. Credit card rewards. Print it off. Credit card rewards. Print it off today. Hundred dollars. We're going to Olive Garden. We're getting. Well, we're gonna get a bottle of wine, the breadsticks and salad. I don't know if those are free or unlimited, but we're gonna get that for sure. And then I, that that soup. I think it's a pasta fagioli soup. You can get as vegan. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you make your own pasta thing. Red sauce. And, and white flour pasta, but nonetheless, it's vegan. So I'm going to do that. But I, I suggested the other day, I was like, that's what normal people do. They go out to those kinds of restaurants. Like we'd never yeah. do that. So it just seems fun. And then I was like, we need to go to Bertucci's too. Bring our own sprinkle yeah. cheese uh -huh. and, and get a nice pizza. I mean, why, why not? It's, it's, I don't know. I used to love Bertucci's. I worked at Bertucci's once. You know that? Oh, did you? No, I yeah, in, in grad school. I worked there for one summer and mm -hmm. about two weeks. I, I did the training, which was one week. And then... I was in grad school. I was kind of trying to read math books and stuff in my with my summer. And I said, you can't schedule me for a double shift. I'm just not going to do a double shift. And then sure enough, about four days into this thing, I came in. I was scheduled Friday morning or whatever, and then, and then evening. And, and I did not come back after the first shift. Took a little break, did not return. And that was the end of my employment run wow. at, uh, at Bertucci's. You, you were the employee that just never showed back up. Yeah, I was that guy. 
And I've done I've done that another time too. I did that at a Mexican restaurant once. Went to a casino, left Ocean City, Maryland, to go to a casino in New York, and just <laughs> skipped the shift. Called in from New York and said, "Not coming, sorry." And my friend did it too. So we just screwed whoever else was on on that night. I don't know why we did that. It was a horrible thing to do. That is a horrible <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> so so responsible you are, Matt Fisher. <laughs> yeah, I was not. A, I was not really a good employee in anything. I don't know. Just just not. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. Anything else, Doug? This has been a long show, but a good one. I've enjoyed this. Hope everyone yeah, else did you. as well. Uh, okay. lots of fun, lots of fun comments about fajitas tonight or, um, if you are uh, what you eat is Doug entitled to Mexican citizenship <laughs> says Steven. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works, but, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, I, maybe I can jump in line. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, enjoy Olive Garden. Asheville. There's an Asheville question. Is bean still open in Asheville? I guess is that bean, bean vegan cuisine. There's one of those in Charlotte. I don't know if it's the same. It's like a to go yeah, place. We don't know, Stephen. Um, all oh, right. Hold on, this is, hold on. This is Mary, big news. Hold on. Mary Leary's telling me the uh, the salad at Olive Garden is not vegan; has Parmesan in it. What I when I researched this uh, a couple weeks ago online, because I did get it once, uh, they said if you ask for the uh, the olive oil or uh, the oil and vinegar dressing and not the Italian dressing, it will be vegan. So I will clarify tonight that there's no sprinkled Parmesan cheese on it, but there was not when I when I last got it. That's. That's big to know. All right. Keep us posted. Thank you, Mary, but I will will be on the lookout. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. We had a great crowd on on, uh, YouTube today. Yeah, we did. We did. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. Attendance has been very good recently, so please keep the the comments, participation up. Don't forget Discord, nomadathlete.com slash Discord. And please, we're trying to put effort into this YouTube channel now. We're writing titles for the shows. Doug's making catchy, uh, catchy, clickbaity thumbnails for all the shows now um so please help us out there by by sharing liking subscribing uh you already are commenting that's great don't forget the alerts hit that little bell so you actually get notifications when we go live but anyway we appreciate it but please help us help us grow this thing so that we can justify keep doing it as as often as we are um mm-hmm. or, or close to that often. we discussed a little thing about summer hours but uh anyway just just help us out if you can so that's uh that's all that's right Okay, then enjoy your weekend, everyone. We'll be back yeah. Monday. Happy, uh, happy uh, Totter Day. Have a good Totter Day tomorrow. Good. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.